Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Hey, picture it. It's 9.15 on a Monday night. Yeah. The house band just finished their set that no one really cared about. Yeah. And the jam session is starting. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today. We're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to Open Studio Jazz for all your jazz course needs. We're still doing our choose what you pay option during this weird time where we're all at home and we need uh, some things to work on. Wait, I thought uh, this Open podcast Studio. was free. What's that? I thought the podcast was free. Oh, the podcast is free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, this okay. is totally free. You don't have to yeah. choose anything. You choose free for this. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for open studio courses. We have yes. Elements of Solo Piano by Jeffrey Kieser. Uh, I just came out with Jazz Chords for Beginners. Uh, that's proving to be pretty popular. Of course, we have Peter Martin's uh, Jazz Piano for Beginners, Elements of Jazz Piano, Jazz Piano Method. Uh, we are rolling along here. And yep. we don't want price to be a barrier for any of you right now during these uh, crazy economic and... Uh, uh, weird global times. So please go to openstudiojazz.com and choose what you pay. Yeah, but they, this ain't going to go on forever, though. Once y'all start getting those big, fat stimulus checks and everything, we're back to full <laughs> price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Our sympathies have limits. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about seven standards to start. And we're talking about this because, Peter, we've been doing so much live streaming as part of Open Studio. You know, yes. we, we do our daily podcast, but since a lot of people aren't in their cars on their commutes anymore, we wanted to reach the people. A lot of people yes. are on their computers, on their Facebooks, on their Instagrams, on their YouTube. So we've been doing a lot of live streams. Open Studio has been live streaming pretty much every day. And you and I did two live streams uh, this weekend, one on Instagram on Saturday, which we're going to do every Saturday. So check it yes. out at, uh, I think it's at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And actually, uh, folks, you can go to uh, openstudiojazz.com slash live that's right. to see what the weekly schedule, and just in case we adjust the times, but we'll try to stick to those general ones. But And if you're an Open Studio member, we have our Sunday green room Zoom hang. That was pretty Ooh, special. That was awesome. The inaugural one was yesterday. Yeah. La was yesterday, we had our Zoom hang with about 50 of our closest Open Studio members. And uh, we had Diane Reeves in there. We had Jeffrey Keezer. We had uh, Ruben Rogers. I mean, it was a real hang. Romero Lobombo was awesome. Yeah. And we're going to have some, you know how we're going to do that. We're going to have some, it's going to be a surprise each week who's in there. Yeah, we can't announce. But but just if you're an Open Studio member, look for those Zoom hangs every Sunday. Um, but we, in I mean, both I of mean, those. We, we can't, I can neither confirm nor deny that John Legend is going to be there on this coming Sunday. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And what? Beyonce, I mean, these are just artists. They don't, Wait, they're not, if John Legend they might, is there, is Chrissy Teigen going to be there? Because that's all I really care about. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> anyway, but in both of these live stream events, uh, we had the same question come up. What, can you name some standards that you should start with if I'm a beginner? So yeah. we've actually done like our 17 favorite standards and all that. But we've not done, Peter, a listing episode of our like Spotify playlist. So we put together a Spotify playlist of seven sort of jam session standards. And we actually have a bonus too. So there's eight. But seven jam session standards and some recommended recordings. Um, and these are really kind of uh, basic Bob recordings of a lot of these yes. standards. But these are where most jazz musicians start with this, right? Like if you don't know, if you haven't checked out at least a little bit these versions, then you might be left behind, especially at a jam session where most likely a lot of people are coming at these from, from these versions. Right. And then our hope is, too, that in, if you maybe some of these tunes you know, maybe you don't. 
But if you kind of know them and you want to brush up during this downtime, brush up on some of these tunes, maybe you're not familiar with these versions because we really think these are very good reference versions as well. And they, yeah, they're basic Bob, but they're also some of our favorite recordings. Although there's one, we're not going to mention it, that we turn out we both of us are not crazy about, but it's great. It's a great recording too. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you have to know it. Yeah. You do. <laughs> You got it. All right, yeah. so let's get going. So we started with our entry. This is Blue Monk from Thelonious Alone in San Francisco. Why this version from Blue Monk? You know what? This is the version that I uh, that I kind of accurately learned this tune from. So it's I'm always partial to it, but I think I just love the sound of this whole record. There's there's two well, there's many great solo Monk recordings, but on Riverside, but the Thelonious Alone in San Francisco and Solo Monk, those two records. I love the sound. I love just the way he plays solo piano. I did a bunch of transcribing off of this back in the day when I could barely hear it. I love the cover of this. I hopefully they'll be able, yeah, you'll be able to see it on the Spotify playlist link below. But its graphic design is just amazing. But in terms of accuracy of learning this tune, it's an easy tune to learn from like a fake book or whatever or from somebody else playing it. But if you check out the variations that he plays of the melody like rhythmically, I mean, he's pretty locked in on like what the melody is, but there's a couple of variations like do boo do dee, stoo boo boo bee, and the different times he chooses. And you can listen to a bunch of monk recordings and he does it differently, but it gives you an idea about what your choices are and what's kind of built into the tune and what's not. And you can get those harmonies, you know, the thirds and that kind of stuff. It's a very monk version. I think it's a great version to start with. As it All right, number be, two, as it's by monk. <laughs> Number two is Jam Session Standard, of course, Autumn Leaves. And I think the definitive version is this one by Cannonball Adderley from uh, Something Else. It features, uh, it's basically the Miles Davis quintet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's check it out. But if you're a piano uh, player, I would also recommend Keith Jarrett's Live from the Blue Note Ooh, uh, nice. standards. That's my second favorite version. But this one is classic. Uh, learn that intro. It's so handy to have, and it just creates such a great vibe. Yeah, man. Paul Chambers. I mean, there's a lot of great things happening all over the place. But yeah. the authority and confidence that he comes in with, with right after Miles plays that break and the intonation and the sound. 
very good. Very good. All right, number three. Plus. This is one. This is a tune I don't play much anymore uh, since I've been off the jam session circuit. But and it gets Ooh, a bad rap. This tune. It's a fun tune to play. It gets a bad rap amongst professionals, but the original version here by Joe yeah. Henderson, Blue Bossa, is pretty brilliant. Yeah. McCoy's comping on that as well. Oh, it's man. so great. It's so active and appropriate. That's yeah. what comes to mind, you know? So killing. Yeah, I love, I actually love that recording. That's such a great, the whole album, page one, is so good. Uh, check it out and uh, really learn that. See if you can learn that tune if you don't know it already. See if you can learn it from that recording and not from a lead sheet. Yeah, and even if you know it, go back, listen to this recording, and just play it. Like, this is a good one to sort of blast and play along with. And you might not totally. have learned the phrasing the first time. Oh, my gosh. Know? And, like, try to comp with McCoy or learn his phrasing, how he comps there. That's a real art form, the way he's doing that right now. Yeah. Uh, number four, All the Things You Are. Just a beautiful tune. I, our, our buddy Romero Lubombo yesterday mentioned that he, when he sits down and, and sometimes he doesn't know what to play or practice, he just plays this. I thought that was very telling of how... I love. I still love playing this tune. I think it's just a timeless, beautiful tune. I never get tired of it for some reason. I get tired of most things, but not this tune. Right. Uh, I think it just is has a wealth of information and possibilities. This is all the things you are, and we're gonna do uh, Bird's version, Charlie Parker's version. Learn the intro. You know, with all of these that we're listening to today, Peter, it strikes me at how much more beautifully they're played than we often hear at jam sessions. Yes, uh, that's well, and that's part of, I, you know, hopefully the kind of rediscovery thing, especially if some of the ones that give you the, you know, when they're mentioned, give you the kind of, ugh, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's ones like we didn't put it like take the A train, s- satin doll that when you go back and check oh, out yeah, some yeah. OG and great recordings of innocent amount. Well, that's always beautiful. But I mean, it's like, you know, it's up to us to be reinvigorated and w- what versions we're going to connect with, you know, then you can totally. go on wherever you want, but if you're not feeling inspired about it, it's like, you know, and again, check out the Spotify playlist. We have a link in the description so that you can, uh, you can check this out and listen to all these versions and then check out the rest of the records while you're there. You know, I mean like all of Spotify, <laughs> all of Spotify, <laughs> check out the rest of the, re- while you're at the record store, just go ahead and browse around. <laughs> It is Spotify, man. It's, it's hard not to check out everything. Okay, so this next one, this is kind of controversial because this is classic. Everybody recognizes that this is the definitive version of Body and Soul, Coleman Hawkins, 
But uh, you and I are both a little like, eh, you know. Yeah. Okay, we, we talked about... <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. I like this intro, though. It's really vibey though. I do like the crisp two feel of this version. You know what? I'm loving this now. This is exactly what we were talking about. See, now we're we're taking our own medicine. And yeah, that's right. Reengaging. I wasn't mature enough when I was. This is incredible. It's pretty much blowing over this whole whole. I know, I know. Yeah, so not as much of a reference recording as I remembered, but feel is incredible if you learn the melody from this and then went to a jam session you might be in trouble well they'd be like wow you're really good but you don't know the tune <laughs> maybe that's the problem with this tune is the melody is just not as good as as <laughs> what coleman hawkins just blows over <laughs> exactly but that's i think the vibe and i think why saxophone is really this is such a pivotal kind of seminal recording i get it now i really do Speci i mean for it's just beautiful and musical but i mean for saxophones, a lot of the techniques, and I'm thinking about like all I mean, Bradford Marsalis and Joshua Redman and Chris Potter and all of our kind of contemporary great saxophone players that are around now. You really hear Joe Henderson, like I'm hearing yeah. that influence on approach, you know. So that was some this is some some OG foundational saxophone right there, for sure. Okay, next is Miles Davis's version of Green Dolphin Street. Now this wasn't the the, our first choice version we couldn't find yeah. it on spotify and it's from live at the plaza and that is a great version with that intro oh you know what i just remembered i think i was screwing up that intro that's actually love for sale that i was gonna say yeah on, on, i was confusing that because bill evans played the same intro pretty much every time yes yeah <laughs> well, it was a damn good intro so <laughs> nothing wrong with that so let's check it out this is from yeah. 58 miles this is on green dolphin street Let me just take a second and just listen to those first few bars again. Listen to the that first phrase. The da, do, do, listen, da, to the, listen to also to the tuning of the piano or lack not thereof. Not great. Not great. <laughs> no, but that's just the first chord. In, okay, that's when you know you got a good voicing and good touch when the piano's out of tune and you, and before he even goes on to the next chord, it's already happening. Yep. That little contrary motion. Yeah. And talk about independence of the hands and voicing and stuff. Like he's playing that. Okay, we're not going to go total geek piano here because it's about standards. But that left hand bass line, he's like really sublimating, playing with a totally different kind of touch than what he's playing at the top. Let's hear that again. This is fun. <laughs> Let's just listen to this over and over again. Woo. All the lines, all the counter melodies. Just the slightest bass thing. Would there have been a Keith Jarrett if there was no Bill Evans? Mm 
Just learn that. Just learn that. Yeah. <laughs> learn okay. that. Take take two pills and call me in the morning. This is a dope recording, though. Yeah. Oof, Miles, too. Jeez. So, you know, what? something about this that's and we should do a thing of like just intros and like how you get like everybody's entrance on there. I mean, we talked about Bill Evans when he first starts with that first chord. But then the next kind of structural thing that he does, I mean, all that amazing counter lines and stuff. But then when he sets up the time. Yeah. That's so brilliant the way he does it. And then Let's the way PC it. comes in and is this probably Jimmy Cobb, right? Yeah, Jimmy I Cobb. I believe so, yeah. And then my like everybody's coming in not only at the right time, but in the right way. Let's hear you that know? again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So seamless and just. And I love how Miles hangs out a little bit yeah. here. Oh man, no, he comes in late. He comes in wrong, but it's right. You're late, Miles. <laughs> if coming in late is wrong, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> but he's swinging like crazy. Exactly. But it sets it up so well, him coming in late, like so that when he gets to that moment of pedo, like it's almost like then it's set. It adds to the drama of the structure. Well, so the pedal harmonically, right, naturally, is sort of spacey, right? Yeah, it's and a little nebulous. Yeah. So it makes sense that Miles is kind of floating over that, and then he just turns on the swing. Uh, Man, the phrase there is incredible. Yeah. Triple tag every time. And then Miles on that break sets up the pedal. You know, he kind of he's swinging hard, and then he kind of falls a little bit nebulous right. on the time, phrasing wise. So that that brings in that next. Oh man, it's it's a lot Could, of structural. Stuff. Is it possible for the for the most famous and renowned band of its time to still be underrated? <laughs> I feel I feel so. Yeah. All right, let's go to our our number seven. This is a jam session classic. Uh, classic. I don't play this one as, as much either, but this is so good. Song for my father, Horace Silver. For whatever reason, Horace Silver in St. Louis jam sessions where we are, yes, he's never a big presence. You know no. what I mean? Not in our scene. There are there are other people who are, but you know, we I, I don't hear a lot of Horace Silver in a lot of the jam sessions around here. I love that tune though. Yeah, it's a great tune. And this one's a good one to go back. Oh, I know it, I know it, I'm sick of it, whatever. No, no, no. Go back to the this OG version and learn the harmonies. If you know the melody, learn that the, learn the harmonies, even sure. if you're you know, pianist or whatever, because that, that kind of gives you a new insight. Uh, until it, you know how it's laid over the har oh, the harmonies of the melody is what I'm talking about and how that interacts with the structural harmony. The other voices that are playing with the melody. The, yeah, 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 that's second so voice good. There. Yeah, it's true. All right, well, this is great. We have one more bonus, but before we do, just want to mention again, go to well, go to a couple places. You go to openstudiojazz.com. Check out our choose what you pay off offer, uh, and then go to slash live from there. 
yes. and check out all of our live stream events that we have. We have something happening almost every day. If you're a member, we have something happening every day. We have somebody um, alive in the company every day, for sure. So, I mean, <laughs> and, and also, we should mention, we're always adding to this. Like, this is just where we've started. And so we want to be doing more of these uh, live things for our members and for just the general public, too. Because, you know, got to connect with the people. Pete, we can't be right. isolated here. Yeah, that's right. Like we say, we, you know, uh, socially distanced, but we're staying spiritually connected, okay? And that we're, we're doing that through the music, through the podcast, through the recordings, through everything. Actually, I have a way that we could just be live all the time. I think we're going to come over. A gentleman in a white hazmat suit is going to show up at your house in about an hour to install some security cameras on the interior of the room that you're in, if you don't mind. It's going to be like Big Brother. Live stream. <laughs> no, it's my whole well, life. He, will have, <laughs> he is big and he's a brother, but don't let that don't let that make you be scared or any connection to the, to the book. No, but he's going to install some surveillance cameras and people can just see you live all the time and your family because you're in your your dining room as it were sounds great <laughs> well till tomorrow you'll hear it mm-hmm.